Come on. Math. What is going on? Welcome back to the only podcast produced by three two-time winners of IMSA Spirit of the Race Award. You're tuned in to Check Engine Podcast. We're hosted on Anchor.fm and we are streamed worldwide on any of the platforms that you listen to your podcasts on. My name's Nick. Joining me as they do every week on the opposite ends of the line here are Andrew and Tristan. Guys, happy Friday. What's going on? Mm, we are, well, officially... We are in shelter at home conditions, uh, like most of the country. I guess last week was just the warm up. Now it's real. Yes, official decree has come out at this point. Actually, I, I have a very important question about this. Why, when Grandpa takes the Bonneville out for a drive, do I get a fucking notification on my phone? But I didn't get one for a lockdown of the whole state for 30 days. Yeah, why is that not on the emergency alert system? I, I have no, it seems inconceivable to me. Yeah, that's really, a, that's a good point. Uh, whatever, I guess, but then stop telling me, stop sending me silver alerts. Just stop it. <laughs> they're, they're not important, clearly. Yeah, yeah one, or, one or t'other. Yeah, <laughs> anyways. Anywho, um, yeah, that's weird. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. So um, tonight, Andrew, this is a really good idea. I'm super excited about this. Tell the listeners what we're doing. Well, in in fairness, this is not my idea. But because everyone in the country and in the world, indeed, is, is stuck at home in one capacity or another, the thing that's been going around Twitter, most recently car Twitter, is your four car dream garage with the specifics from the configurator that's online right now. So basically modern cars only ones that you can configure online. What's what what little details in your configuration would you pick? Uh, So that's what we're going to do. We're going to pick four cars, put them through their configurators and see what comes out the other side. So money is not an object. The only rule is it has to be available for sale and available to configure on the manufacturer's website. Correct. Which is, well, essentially every modern car currently in production, you know, the configurators may vary, but pretty much everyone has one. Yes. Yeah. And and even if it it, like some may have a configurator, but are just to be released soon. And, you know, that's close enough. Right. Yep. I'm, I'm super excited. The, the whole time at home thing, I went way deep down rabbit holes on this, guys. Like, like after I got my four picked out, then I went looking for houses with four car garages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, he also looked for he looked for his dream garage and also his dream garage. Yes, so. exactly. You know what? <laughs> I should have done that. That's a really good idea. Like, where are you actually going to live with these cars? <laughs> How much does that house cost? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Although I will say, you know, because just to we we now have outside time like dogs 
So we go mm-hmm. walk around the neighborhood and sort of tucked in these very odd neighborhoods in the area where I live there. There's a mishmash between like builder houses and people who just built their own house. And the, the differences are very stark. So some people have like four five car garages and you can tell that that's the guy who actually like bought the land and built the house himself as opposed to the builder house, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Inter- yeah, that is weird. Yeah, it's something to look at anyway. <laughs> just, we I'm don't sorry, get to talking more. I'm just so ungodly thirsty right now. <laughs> something, to, something, something to look at when you're out on walkies. Yeah, on exactly. Walkies. Yeah. When, <laughs> when, when you're allowed time in the yard. Yeah. When you're, you know, yeah. So, um, that's the main topic, not houses and outside time, but car configurator. But before we jump into that, does anybody have any, uh, quick, quick hitter news topics for some pace laps? Well, here's one that I don't know if you saw, Nick, last week we were talking about the esports and, you know, uh, the iRacing stuff like that. Yes. I do have some viewer numbers from NASCAR from last it was, Sunday. It was impressive. I, I thought it was very impressed, too. So uh, 900, 903,000 total viewers over the course, uh, 297,000 peak uh, in the eight or sorry. 297,000, the 18 to 59 demo, nine and a half K average viewers online at any one time, which would be the highest rated ever esports TV program. Yes. By, and, a, by about 200,000. Yeah. It by a bunch. And it took Fox, you know, Fox took notice of that. And now any other esports event that NASCAR is putting on during this break is going to be televised on the mothership on Fox network rather than FS one cable. Wow. Really? Yep. Starting this Sunday at fake Texas motor speedway. <laughs> <laughs> fake Texas. Um, uh, you know, you be maybe I'll tune in. What the hell? Fox, Fox network TV for iRacing. Um, and IndyCar just announced theirs. Um, so they're, so the NASCAR's on Sunday IndyCars is tomorrow, Saturday afternoon. Um, theirs is through YouTube, their own IndyCar website, or iRacing's Twitch. It's not on network at this point, but it's a right. it's a Watkins Glen race. But they're changing up the schedule or the way they do this a little bit more, trying to stand out. So this week they're running Watkins Glen, and they've got a few other like tracks predetermined. But like half of their esports schedule for the next month and a half is going to be fan voted. So you pick what track they race on. Road America five times. Yeah, just everybody go in and vote Road America as much so, vote all day for Road America. Now wait, um, is it tracks that they that they would race in a standard schedule, or can we get silly and have them race like Yas Marina or something? I haven't seen like a poll, so I don't know if it's just write in or if like they give you multiple choice. So we'll see. But what, like, if you want to get silly, let's put them on like Eldora's Dirt Oval. Like <laughs> Suzuka. Yeah, just do F1 tracks. Let's do IndyCar uh dirt outlaw tracks. Let's put them at Bristol, like the high base. Yeah. Yeah, Talladega, Daytona. Like, I don't know what that's gonna be like. I'm assuming they want to keep it somewhat close to their schedule. So I don't know Homestead. if like <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't know. IndyCar's if, Homestead. <laughs> they used to race there. That sounds there. insane. The Milwaukee they, Mile. <laughs> they race there too. I know they did. Um, and it's available. So 
I'm I'm assuming they're going to keep it to tracks that they currently are used to race on because Watkins sure. Glen isn't on their schedule now, but it was up until 2017. Um, but I wouldn't see why they wouldn't do an F1 track because it is still a road course, so the cars are set up to do it. That's but true. We'll have to see what happens when they actually like open up the poles. But I thought that was an interesting idea. Like, hey, fans, you just tell us where to race. Because there's no logistics behind it other besides just clicking a button and uploading it. So, you know, that's an interesting question. What what races or what series would you like to see on tracks where they don't race? All of them. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> super entertaining. <laughs> but, want- but think about yeah. IMSA on an oval. That's that's boring. No one wants to see that. Uh, multi-class racing might have a lot what? of passing. Multi-class no, racing is an just- oval. It will have times of passing and then a majority of no passing. Or times of crashing. NASCAR loves that. Yeah, I know, but that's not fun either, really. I feel like NASCAR on any road course is going to be pretty it's entertaining. Always, you, can, so, you can play every one of those with the soundtrack of Yakety Sax. Definitely. <laughs> F1 on an oval now. That's foolishness. That is. F1, that on, would the, be- F1 on the Indianapolis oval. only gas yes right 260 miles an hour no lift (laughs) who doesn't blow out who doesn't blow an engine first just (laughs) pinging off the red line (laughs) (laughs) like a bad forza game (laughs) that you know what like when you soup up the nascars and forza that's exactly what you do you just ping off the red off the red line until you slam into the wall at 250 (laughs) Ah, uh, yeah. Fun times. But yes, um, let us know, folks, like what type of iRacing weirdness would you like to see? Tell us. Actually, better yet, just tell iRacing. But yeah, tell, tell them they got nothing but time. Yeah. Um, so yes, I Andrew, yes, I did see the ratings. It was pretty impressive. And like I said, Fox took notice and were like, hey, we want a piece of this action now. So um, we'll see oh, if the ratings wow. go up on network. Yeah, and also um, related to that, they sem- semi-related anyways, they moved the Indy 500 to August 23rd, and I I don't know if NASCAR is going to change their schedule or not, but that's also a scheduled race for NASCAR at Dover. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would imagine if NASCAR shifts their schedule, they may put a more important race on that same date, you think? I don't think so. I I really look NBC sports is covering both in August. So at that point, I think the, the network gets the 500 and the NASCAR race goes to NBC sports. Ah, um, I, I don't think there's going to be too big of a change up on NASCARs. And it just, it honestly just depends on when and how long they're, they're holding off for at this point. They're talking about doing like midweek races and double headers and a whole bunch of things. IndyCar is looking to get almost their entire schedule. And I saw that revised thing and it starts, it's scheduled to start at Belle Isle, which is the one we wanted to go see. So it's going to start right. with, it's going to start with a double header. Road America is now going to be race four on the schedule in June, um, cool. which its date hasn't moved. It's right. just because all the other races are canceled, but it's looking like, cause IndyCar had like a, three week or almost a, I want to say a month long break between the end of July and like the end of August. Isn't that normally what they do? That's normally what they do. But that, I mean, that's just, 
and they were planning on leaving it open this year anyway for the Olympics. But oh, right, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's that. there's four weeks of gap that they can just start blop, plopping races in. When are they going to call the Olympics off? By the way, they're talking they about it already. already. They did. Wait, they did. Yeah. When? Uh, earlier this week. Ah. Uh. I, honestly, I have entirely stopped reading all news. <laughs> I, I just have, honestly. Yeah. Partially because if they're not going to send me emergency alerts for things that are states of emergency, then there's nothing they have. To, there's nothing anyone has to tell me. I'll just get my news secondhand. It's cool. Right. No, I agree. Um. Yeah. Postponed. They are. They're postponed. Uh, date TBD. Yes. So. Yeah, Indy, weird Indy 500 not being a Memorial Day weekend, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. Just got to do what you got to do. I'm still planning on going, so. <laughs> You're still going to Indianapolis on Memorial Day weekend, whether or not there's a race? <laughs> yes, I'm going to be sitting there. Well, social distancing, I'm going to be the only one in the seats, so. It will be very safe. It'll be very safe and very quiet. You can wave at Roger. <laughs> and I get. <laughs> Hello, Roger. <laughs> and I get my outside time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> go for walkies. Um, Nick's go for Nick goes for walkies across the across Indianapolis. Um, oh God! All right, guys, back to car stuff here. I've got one other um, uh, car news. We were half discussing it before we hit the record button. It's about Bentley. If anybody cares, sure. Um, yeah the the Bentley Mulsanne is being discontinued and being replaced with a flagship SUV. Now that in and of itself is not like crazy big news, but I think the bigger picture to take away here is how far behind the times Bentley is compared to everybody else. What is the mall? What is the Malzahn? What, which one is that? That is, um, is that like the, is that like, like a, a Rolls competitor? Yeah. That's their ultra luxury sedan. Mm, gotcha gotcha like gotcha. they're all luxury it's a freaking bentley they're all two hundred thousand plus but that is like their ultra ultra sedan and they're replacing it with a flagship suv which okay cool but lamborghini has one aston martin has one ferrari is about to come out with one that they're suing for the name of like all these other things like why are they just getting into this now and i started looking into some other things with bentley because of this and their their first electric car, according to them, is not expected until 2026. Well, I I think they have the benefit of being attached to the VW group. So um, they can afford to kind of do. I, I think that Bentley can look can sit back and look at what like BMW does in their ultra high end or, or what um, AMG does and then just kind of do it for more money later. <laughs> like there's, there's not, there's not like any pressure on them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Because realistically you're cross shopping. Uh, sorry. When I said BMW, I should have said specifically Rolls Royce because that is a part of BMW. Um, and so I, I just think they're not, they're not really bothered. They can, they're, they're willing to let everyone else kind of scrap over, uh, the details and then they'll just kind of take the best of the VW technology, um, make it torquier and quieter and not really worry about it too much. Yeah, I guess. 
I guess. But yeah, there's not really the ben- a lot of a lot of you don't you never hear Bentley on the leading edge really of anything. No, but well, think about how long the Continental has looked exactly the same. That's true. Just looking at the at the Mulsanne, I searched it. Just look up some pictures. I got a three out of five from Car and Driver. <laughs> <laughs> For how much? Four hundred and some grand. Three out of five. Uh, three hundred and sixteen five two five starting. Yep. So then, if you want, here. you know, paint. Oh, they it looks like they deducted a point because there's no V twelve option. Yet one of their primary complaints was that it uses a lot of gas. How about you pick a fucking lane? <laughs> also how about interest. that whatever i'm not reading this <laughs> yeah that's not worth reading i mean no you know this right <laughs> <laughs> all right so that that was my topic tristan you got anything andrew do you have anything else before we hop into uh our actual topic i got one more weird thing to note that came out of well it, it initially Buick and GMC, but kind of permeated throughout the GM social media accounts today. Sure. Both, both Buick and GMC tweeted out something to this effect. Here's Buick's giving a shout out to everyone who's been keeping their Buick in park. Show us your Buick at home using these, these hashtags. (laughs) Uh, I I get it, but is that really like, is that how you're going to drive engagement? Is that, I don't know. Is is that, does anyone who owns a Buick know what a hashtag is? No. And also, I guess I thought the the Buick one is the one that first caught my eye because my brain, and even now looking at it again, is trying to make something out of Buick and the word park because of the Park Avenue. Yes. And it feels like it feels like they like half did a social media thing. It feels like you know, like there was something there or could have been there, but I don't think they make the Park Avenue and it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, close this brand. This isn't just a social media play, though, because I saw Buick and GMC did a co-branded full on television commercial. I don't know if you guys have you know have seen this. Have you heard about this? Really? Oh, TV. No. And what they did was they announced a that they are um, like suspending. Like if you buy a new one, if you need a car now in this situation, the current climate and you buy a Buick GMC, they're going to, they're going to extend um, the first payment out 120 days. They're going to um, go no interest for like an extra number of payments. I can't remember the exact number there. You can call a dealership and they can drive to your house for a test drive, or you can shop online and they can deliver your new car to you. So you don't have to, so you can still practice the social distancing, which I all thought was a pretty decent idea. And then I'm thinking, why is it just Buick and GMC? Why don't they throw Chevy in there as well? Like what, why not all the brands? Because they can, they can test the waters with uh, low Low volume brands. Well, I don't know. I don't know if GMC is low volume. I feel in my mind it is. That may not be strictly speaking accurate. However, they can just do whatever they want with Buick. And if it gets good, then they move it into the big brands that people actually buy. But with that being said, maybe now is the time for me to get a Buick GS. I like that car. It's not very good, but I like it. Yeah. If I get 120 months interest free, no payments. No, first 
first payment is like 120 days. Not 120, 120 days, months. yeah, my bad. Not months. You know what I meant. 120 10 years, days. No 120 months, no payments. <laughs> Give me a listen, car for free. Listen, uh, that sounds like a great deal on a Buick. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> my only deal on a Buick. <laughs> you would have to give me one. But, oh, segue. Wait, segue alert. Uh, now, <clears throat> the GS was a car that I also considered for this exercise that we're about to do today. But, I don't. spoiler alert. Buick's configurator is appalling, and so is everything that they make. Besides the GS. But listen, that car got worse because they put a V6 in the front. Ooh. Lame, right? Ooh. Super boo. And yeah, yeah, disappointing. As per usual with with Mm -hmm. Everett. But enough about cars I don't want. Let's 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 jump into this topic. Um, but first we're going to send you to a quick commercial break folks on the other side, we're going to begin the quarantine car configurator challenge. All right, folks, we're back and we're about to get into tonight's main topic, the uh, car configurator challenge. But before we do, we just want to remind you how you can get a hold of us if you feel so inclined. So we have our very own website. It is checkenginepodcast.com, And there we have an email address. It is inbox at checkenginepodcast.com. Uh, we're also on social media. You can find us on Facebook by searching Check Engine Podcast. Andrew, where can they find us on Twitter? At Check Engine Pod. And Tristan, where can they find us on the gram? The gram, you say? Well, that would be at Check Engine Pod. So we're on all of them, folks. We're on all the main ones. So like, follow, share, post, DM, reach out how and when you can. So ask us questions that we can answer on the air. Let us know what you like or what you don't like. Give us ideas for topics. Uh, we want to hear from you. Thank you in advance. Now, to get to tonight's main topic, Andrew, you want to remind them of what we're talking about? Quick, Yeah, look. real simple. Um, we are configuring our dream car garage out of cars that are currently on sale and online right now with configurators that you can use. So the there is no limit on what you could pick from. However, um, it has to, it can't be like a 1975, you know, something that's on sale right now. Sounds simple and easy enough. Money is no object. This is a fantasy world. So um, if we wanted to do all $2 million cars, we could. I don't think anybody yeah, absolutely. did. If you wanted to pick four, uh, uh, Oh crap! What's that? What's that Bugatti that I hate? Chirons. Yeah, if you want to pick four of those, you could. Although you'd be an idiot to do it. So, are we going to set this up where we just go one a piece around the horn, or one person yeah. present all four, or how you want to let's, lay this out? Let's go let's one go, for one. Yeah, round the horn. Beep, 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 beep. All right, yeah, that's the way. Beep, 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 beep. Um, <laughs> who wants to kick us off? Who's going to present their first car first? I can kick it off. I'll, I'll start with the daily. <clears throat> because yeah. I mean, mine's going to be super predictable. And although I, I did my best to try to make it not predictable, right? I tried everything. I, I like the GTI a lot and thought about that, but they don't have any colors anymore. They used to have so many colors last year. I, I honestly think it was like 25 paint colors. You could get in a 2019 GTI this year. They went down to five and I just don't, there's not even any dark green anymore. And I love a dark green, which is super disappointing. And they got rid of the bright green too. And all, all the cool shit is gone. Um, the, the Buick GS was another car I looked at, which 
just don't go on that website, everybody. Just don't. <laughs> just don't PSA, go there. It's, avoid Buick's website. It's very do sad. Not, do not go. It's very sad there. Um. So, so what did you? A lot pick? of stuff that I looked at. I picked obviously as I would the car genuinely that that I would buy as a daily driver at any point and immediately my life would improve. The Veloster N. A slight step up than what you have right now. I just love it so much. Like getting to getting to be in one last year and experience the car even just a little bit. I it's funny because I kind of push it to the back of my mind a little bit after, right? Because you know I'm not actively in the market for a car. It's I think if we're honest, it's not the smartest time to go and buy a new car because we're just at the at the precipice of getting a rush of new and more practical hybrid performance cars, you know, especially if you're looking for something in that middle range that has like a hot hatch, it has some performance, has practicality, all that stuff. Yeah. We're for those of us who are still working. We're also at the edge of, you know, a potential industry desperation that could make getting a new car rather easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Believe if you want to talk about that too. So, but before, before the Ronies and before we were all locked in our home, fearing for our lives, I was just driving somewhere I was going to a store or something and on the opposite side of the road the traffic parted and there in a in a beam of in a shaft of sunlight was a yes literally was an ice blue Veloster N and I was just like oh shit that really is the car that I would pick over any other car on the road right now to own in real life that it just it just is that. And I, it's one of those things that I try to not do and not go back to all the time, but that's what I would have out of any car in the world as a daily. The heart wants what it wants, man. What can you that's say? Right. So let's get into some of the specs. You said ice blue. What else did you put on this configurator? Is the end just a package and you're done or could you mess well, around a little bit? Um, so the way it's, it's broken up by Hyundai uh, there, it is a trim of the Veloster technically. And there is, one package that is the <laughs> no, genuinely there is the Veloster N and then there is the N with the performance package. So the performance package is, um, you know, 275 horsepower, the limited slip diff in the front, the 20 inch rims. And that is it. Oh, I put a cargo net in. <laughs> of course you get oh. practicality, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Like if you get the option and you get this car with the cargo net, uh, you are at $30,705 out the door. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. It's <laughs> so, so awesome. I want it so much. I want it so much. So freaking affordable for what you get. So you uh, took the performance pack, the 275, the 20-inch rims. You took that, right? I did. I yeah. did do that. Okay. That's, that's a good choice. I was also on their website, and I also picked one of their cars for a con- configurator. It was not that one, though. Nice, nice. Well, actually, yeah, I, no. Scratch that. I was not on their website. You were on the Genesis website. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoilers. But Spoiler. maybe in, in light pick, of that, we'll I, have Nick go next. I was just going to say, right away, just there's no more to discuss, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, my, uh, it's over. That's my first one. <laughs> That's it. There is no more. So, yeah. Um half out of the bag there. I jumped onto the Genesis website almost immediately because you all know how much I love the G80. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And also, my, my girlfriend Claire is a Hyundai fan, a white car fan. So I okay. thought, well, let's do one if it's going to be a daily, some that maybe we could both share. So I went to immediately to the Genesis G80 and I upgraded to the 5.0. So the mm. 5.0 version is all wheel drive, 420 horsepower, and 383 foot pounds of torque. So basically, the most souped up version that they have of it. Um, I'm going to try to pronounce this word that they have for white. It's a white car, but it's uni white, U Y U N I, white. Great. And of course, we did the um, the beige leather interior to look pretty classy. Um, added what other stuff did I add? Um, cargo tray, not necessarily cargo net, but cargo tray. Yep. Um, mud guards. You never know. If you drive through construction or something after it rains, you know, anything to protect as much as you can. And a first aid kit. Nice. You oh. never know what's going to happen. So, safety first. Safety first. So Genesis G80 5.0 Ultimate All-Wheel Drive. White, beige, um, first aid kit, mud guards, and cargo tray out the door for $61,000. Beautiful. Not bad. And you said it was spelled U-Y-U-N-I? I believe so. Yeah. Are you, are you looking up the origin? Yes, yeah, because I couldn't. Because I couldn't help myself. It's a city in Bolivia known for its the world's largest salt flats. So it's that salt flat white. There it is. Did you look that up, or did you just know that because you like I, salt? I, I, I said that I looked. I said that I looked it up. Yeah, but don't I even feel like, that way. But I feel like you might be lying, and that you just knew it. <laughs> what if I was? I don't know. <laughs> Great. Moving on. Tristan, <laughs> your, your first car. Um, so I did take the, you know, money was no object, configure ridiculous vehicles, um, dream garage thing. But I also just for fun wanted to see how normal people live because I've been because I've either been confined to these crazy dream car configurators that I do for fun or actual configurators of the two and even three brands of cars I've ever looked at and purchased. And Volkswagen and uh, Subaru's configurators are boring. Um, Subaru's yes, isn't are. horrible. You get some yeah. aftermarket parts on Subaru. Yeah, you get some, like, there's a lot of depth, but not a lot of interest. Fair enough. So I was like, forget it. You know, let's see what, you know, you know what the, what a regular person would get. And I went to everybody's, you know, most popular car company, Toyota. And I figured, mm-hmm. let's let's look at the, you know, check engine podcast equivalent of the Top Gear, you know, Ford Mondeo. What can we all agree on? And I wanted to configure one, the Toyota RAV4. Ooh, okay. okay. Just out of interest because of, you know, the podcast's view of it and it's a it's hugely popular. Okay, it's hugely popular. What does that mean for configurations? Um all that kind of stuff. So, um they have a fantastic color. So it is a 2020 uh TRD off-road package. New um uh which doesn't actually get you as far as I can tell. Um I I didn't you know, like tear down into the spec sheets but there's not a noticeable change in ride height however um the suspension p- pieces actually are worked up by trd for off-road use 
Um, you just yes. don't have a lot of you just don't have a lot of clearance, but that means your rebound damping and things like that are more pleasant for going over, you know, deeply rutted roads or what have you. Um, and you also don't get skid plates as a side note. Right, which is yes. weird to me. Um, if you're gonna if it, if you're gonna put TRD off road on anything, it should have an skid plate. But <laughs> strongly agree. Actually, um, as, a, as a totally random side note, I I picked up a magazine when I was getting my hair cut the last time, and it was the this exact package versus the um, what's the little Jeep? The middle, the the yeah, Cherokee? the littler Jeep. Compass. No, yeah, the new Compass, new Compass. Uh, and while they. While the compass won the head-to-head comparison, right? It was basically down to things like it went further up this very steep hill. It had skid plates. It, it, but in terms of capabilities, they stopped with the RAV4 before it ever got stuck on anything. So right. it's kind of like, did you do a fair test? Anyways, it, it can yeah. do off-road, is my point. Yeah, it, it, it can do light off-roading and everybody's favorite or least favorite term depending on who you are soft-roading um but (laughs) um so i went with that package in i went with a in for me daring choice two-tone paint um really uh, although the although the two tones themselves are not daring (laughs) um the main color is actually very close to one of my favorite Audi colors. Um, it's Lunar Rock, which is actually very close to Aviator Gray. Um, okay. So I was struck. I was struck by that. Um, and then an Ice Edge Roof, which has like kind of a silver, silver white metallic along the uh, like the A pillar, and then along the roof line, um, and then like a little backwards cap over the the you know back lift gate. And I think it looks good. It's it's a, it's a subtle difference. It's not as stark as if you had like put that ice edge roof on a black vehicle where it's really obvious. But it's it's nice. Um, I added the. I, I was just going to see if you check all the boxes on one of the most expensive one, what you end up with. So I ended up with the premium audio package, dynamic navigation, um, and JBL speakers. The confusingly named on the summary sheet trd off-road weather package it sounds like weather you only see off-road right typhoons um, <laughs> mudslides um uh, things of that nature uh-huh. um and uh an option is the 50 state emissions package which isn't optional well it's yeah but you know why that is so it's right, emissions for you in every state yeah, it's a non-optional option, which I just thought was funny. Um, and then uh, tow hitch California for anyone, right? Yep. And then a tow hitch um, and a wiring harness for the tow hitch. That's short of everything. Like, you know, can I get you know lug nut locks and all? Like, you know, can I buy the car and have them provide me with a lightning cable when I get in the car? You know, weird things like that. Like, I'm not getting those things, but major options. That's pretty much all you get, which. You get a lot, but you don't get a lot of choice. Right. Um, so it's like, here's the package, and you get the whole thing or nothing. Um, so that was the interesting thing compared to a lot of others that I looked at um, that were very granular. Toyota was kind of like, here's this big lump. Here you go. So, But I do like it and would probably actually drive one if uh, given the opportunity. I don't know that I'd seek one out, but if it was like, a choice in a contest you get any one of these few vehicles and it was on there i'd i'd probably grab it that's so. exactly how i feel about the rav4 what yeah. um did you 
catch the price, what were you out the door for? Out the door, 41940 Wow. It's hmm. a little bit right. deeper than I thought it was going to be. I like the, the two-tone because it's subtle. Like, it's different. Like, people would notice, but it's not like you picked like black and yellow and made it look like a bumblebee or something like that. Like right. it, it's a yeah. subtle two tone, which is, which is, it's classy. It's nice. It's interesting. And the interior has only one option because it's the TRD, <laughs> because it's the TRD off-road one. It's the easy, clean, soft tech seats. <laughs> right. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Oof. But Hey, for the off-road package, I mean, you would utilize that for sure. Um, the, the dogs would certainly. Oh Yeah. Um, side note on the RAV4, um, an old friend of mine that I used to work with just, um, purchased one. So I, you know, did our due diligence and I warned him of the potential for instant blindness. <laughs> right. What I, what I didn't see was an option for, um, sunglasses to become, to come included or possibly an anti-glare interior film, um, which would be, they could make a ton of money on that. They definitely could. Yeah. So cool. Good choice. Andrew, round oh, two. Back to me already. Damn. Um okay. There's only three of us on this show. That's right. I forgot. Um <laughs> where's number four? Well, if if indeed we're creating our perfect four car garage, right? That means you're ha- you're going to have to, whether or not you want it, get something to do. Uh, moving. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to have something to help your friends move. Mm-hmm. So that for me means a truck, and it's also something that you can do off roading with. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. Go um, soft camp with Tristan or whatever. <laughs> soft camp. <laughs> so I looked at. I mean, a he tries. Lot. <laughs> I do. I do try. I looked at a bunch of different stuff because I I'm really sick of the RAV4 or not the RAV4. The Forerunner uh, is what it comes down to. I I like that vehicle a good amount, and I like the features of it, but it it's just so old and it's kind of eh and bleh. So I ended up landing on something that I never thought I would. The Dodge, or not the Dodge Ram, how could I? The Ram 1500 Classic. Wow, that's out of okay. nowhere, man. It is, right? The, but Damn. I, I, uh, when I was working back in the park, this is the same truck that was introduced in that generation. So it used to be called the Ram 5700 when it mm. had the 500 V8 in it. So this is essentially the... that a slightly updated version of that top tier 5,700. Um, I went with the warlock package uh, because I would <laughs> love, I would really love to drive anything that had Call warlock on the side warlock <laughs> and you can get decals. So clearly that was a choice. Um, anyways, I went for the walnut Brown metallic clear coat exterior. Okay. Walnut so it's, brown it's metallic. Okay. It's brown and black. Okay. Is um, the brown okay. similar to the Colorado that I have? It is, but it actually is a like a less bronzy tone, if that makes sense. It actually looks a little more brown, but not like chocolate brown, like dirt. Okay. Interesting. It's not a bad color at all. 
in my opinion. Uh, let's see. Important features, running boards, the sport performance hood for $775. Jesus. Wow. Uh, <laughs> tonneau cover, power rear sliding window. Very exciting. I, oh, I've wow. never experienced one of those in a truck before. Um, upgraded speakers, the in-floor storage bins in the second row. Always great. Um, blah, 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 blah. Receiver hitch and an upgraded fuel tank, which you can get. Yes. Yes. Capacity. It's 32 gallons. Holy shit. You guys, it's a 32 gallon fuel tank. (laughs) (laughs) Maximum boondocking. Yeah. Um, anyways, the, the cost for this, I did compare it against like the Ram rebel, which I hate because of the infotainment screen. Anyways, you can get the you can get the Ram Classic Warlock with basically everything for fifty nine four five. Damn, that is not that is not bad. I was stunned, especially when you compare it against the Raptor, which when you throw everything at that, it's seventy five thousand dollars. No, it's <laughs> it's so much money. It's Whoa. so much money. That's very reasonable considering what you're getting. Is that a do you remember? Is it like a the standard bed or like the long bed? Oh, uh, this would be. Uh, is the five foot five foot bed the standard? Yeah, five seven. Yeah, so standard. it's a uh, uh, crap, not a, a quad cab standard bed, which is my preferred configuration. Quad cab standard bed or crew cab, where it's actually got two full doors on each side. I thought the quad cab was was two full doors on each side. No, quad crew is like you're actually going to put people in and out of it. Nick, is that true? Yes. Whichever the one that has the full, the practical one. Larger. Yeah, that's a crew cab five foot seven box. That's the one that I did know because I actually have looked at these. (laughs) Yes, that is what. And you know what? I actually kind of like this as weird as it is. Yeah, that's that's a good choice. If you had money and or room, would you actually consider getting it? I would. Wow. Wow. As stunning as that sounds, I definitely would. You've got me, push me over with a feather right now. I've never in a million years thought you would have presented a truck to this. If you're talking about hauling at at least an SUV, like an actual truck from Andrew. You know, I kind of thought the same thing, but honestly, it maybe it's just like, you know, I'm at that point right now. I'm just kind of sick of SUVs, every single one. Hmm. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not sick of one. I'm sick of most, but I'm not sick of one. That brings me that brings me to my next car or my next vehicle here for the garage. I'm waiting for someone to pick the same one I did. Uh, I don't know what that's going to be. But if you guys remember from the Chicago Auto Show, my favorite overall vehicle was. The Telluride. There you go. Bingo. It was. That is my option number two. Um, Again, this was one of those. No question. Don't have to like hem and haw over what gets in, what doesn't. This is going in the garage. Um, so I I went in and I upgraded to the Telluride SX package. Um, All wheel drive, 291 horsepower. Um, the color is really interesting. It's um, they call it black copper. But Ooh. <laughs> that's not a thing. But thank you, Tristan. <laughs> But what what it actually is, and obviously, folks, we're going to post all of our screen grabs after this is released, so you'll see what we're talking about. But it's between 
Merlot and black. So like a super, super dark Merlot. How does copper get into that? I have no idea why they named it that. Anyways. <laughs> no idea why they named it that. But it's, yeah. Like, think of the darkest, like, looking at Merlot through sunglasses. <laughs> um, a wine dark sea. Yeah. Oh, leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get to kick people. <laughs> so, um black copper exterior with um, black Napa leather interior. And um, I also accented it with 20 inch black sport wheels. So it's like Ooh. almost black with black rims on it. Like that. Um, vented seats. Um, obviously the tow package. I've still got to get the cart to the track. Um, and then I got the um, prestige package. If you, <laughs> If you ask what the prestige package is, I will tell you to look it up because like on a standard sheet of paper typed out, I don't think all the features could fit on one page. Like you just click this button and like all this stuff happens. So let's Um, see if I can guess. Um, That means uh, what's it called? Blind spot monitoring, the traffic control, the cross traffic, whatever that is, probably a sunroof. I'm trying to think of Kia stuff. Oh, they have like Kia loves that. Um, air filtering system that they have in their cars. That's yeah, that's guaranteed to be in there. Automatic headlights, rain sensing wipers. Maybe yep. all the, all the toys, all of those toys. Um, also um, I threw in like before um, on the, on the Genesis, I threw in the mud guards um, and here's something fun that I threw in multicolor interior lights. I have a lot of those on, not in the truck. They didn't have that as an option, but, a but lot yeah. of, pretty much everything else where I could get it. So yeah, I thought that'd be fun. Um, that's the only one I have it in, but guys, for everything I just listed for everything that Andrew just rattled off that I'm sure is in this prestige package for sure. I, I want you to take a guess at the price before I say it. Cause it just um, blows me away. 55. Uh, I was going to say that. So I'll say 57. Both of you are too high. Whoa. What? $47,845 off the lot. Holy shit. Really? Yes. Under 50 K under 50 K less than your Ram. That's insane. Mic drop. If I would, if I could drop the mic, I would. <laughs> Don't drop it. That is so, that seems bizarre. Like, seems like bizarrely wrong. low or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it seems wrong, but I'll take it. Yeah. Cool. So that is my number two. And that's, that's, I'm tied for the most excited about that one. <laughs> nice. You'll see coming up. <laughs> that's funny. Tristan, what's your number two? On the same, in the same vein, but complete other end of the spectrum, since that's kind of what we're doing now. Um, (laughs) uh, So I have chosen the new Land Rover Defender 110. Oh, boy. Oh, crap. (laughs) Tell us about it. I I can just not. That's fine. No, it's fine, Brit Boy. (laughs) Um, Mainly because this one, I was I was amazed at the nearly $56,000 disparity between the cheapest version and the most expensive version, you could buy more than one 
you could buy like one and a bit extra if you just bought the the base model one. <laughs> Damn. So, all right. Like it's like 40 something and then it's like 96,000 for the one that I built just because I was like, all right, money's no option. Check all the things. So, of course. So, what are um, all the things? It is, it comes in Pangea green, <laughs> 20 inch, five spoke, satin, dark gray wheels. Okay. Um, full size spare, um, panoramic sunroof, roof rails, privacy glass, LED headlights. That's the standard exterior on the 110 uh defender x that i chose i added the explorer pack accessory pack which is front and rear mud flaps a hood a defender 110 black hood decal um spare wheel cover for the back um wheel arch protection a snorkel a roof rack and a side mounted gearbox you got a snorkel <laughs> i did yep um and then it is a vintage tan and ebony Windsor leather and steel cut premium textile seats. Um, That's 14, a 14 way heated and cooled seats, a front center console refrigeration compartment. <laughs> oh my um, God. Walnut veneer. Um, powder burl? coat. Is it burl uh, walnut? No, rough cut. Trash. Um, Throw that shit in the trash. Do you see the end? Um, heated steering wheel, um, Meridian surround system, interactive driver display, the towing package, the comfort and convenience pack, which they do not break down for you, um, other than it's like, you know, probably like a power rear gate and stuff like that. Uh, the cold, the cold climate pack, um, orange exposed rear recovery hooks, a front undershield in addition to the standard skid plates, and a tow hitch receiver. And I also added some truly wild things um, <laughs> like the center armrest in the rear has a cooler and warming uh, compartment, an integrated air compressor, a remote control electric winch, um, and it's and it's mounting kit, which just to put it on the damn thing before you even buy the winch is two thousand dollars. Oh, my God. And, Jesus. Uh, and black Union Jack uh, valve stem covers. Oh, how much are those? <laughs> Tell uh, me how much they're. Thirty-eight dollars all the way around. <laughs> they might say thirty-eight thousand dollars. <laughs> it comes with all sorts of all sorts of standard features on this model: um, high low range gearbox, air suspension, adaptive dynamics, um, hill start assist, low traction launch assist, um, stability control, roll control, hill descent control, brake hold on a hill, all sorts of stuff. So, jeez. Um, but that one, <laughs> that one, yeah, ninety six six zero two out the door. Honestly, I expected more. Yeah, I when when you look at all that stuff and considering that a Rav four is forty one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, eh, it could be worse for what it is. Could definitely but, be worse. But it's a lot, and it's like more than double the base price. <laughs> mm, valid. Which is, because the base one is like an engine and steel rims and the high low gearbox and that's it like it's nothing so you can go all the way from that to this so Jeez. i thought it was i thought it was fun uh, just to see you know how we could do the one thing i did leave off because i'm like what good does that do anybody is um the rinse kit huh? which you, which you hug 
you you plug in your hose you don't hug your hose that's something different <laughs> um you plug in your hose at home and it like charges this tank full of high pressure water and then you can spray for like two minutes uh, it's like why like to oh, rinse off your like rinse off your bike or your dog or whatever i guess so you're just carrying around water um, optionally I mean, you don't have to fill it to leave the house okay <laughs> but i did leave that off because i'm like that seems dumb that is weird to me that is weird that is quite weird i thought it was interesting to tell you guys about but i did not option it <laughs> that is very odd you know i can put a cooler in my telluride and save myself 50 grand you could buy a second Telluride is what you could do. Or I could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Buy one, throw it away. And then get... <laughs> will you will you take the will you take that on a you know round the world adventure with National Geographic? No. Huh? No, he'll stay at home and not get the Rona. I'm, I'm I'll check. be so far I'll be so far from other people in the middle of the desert or something, no one will know. <laughs> you can die out there too. It's it's fine. <laughs> probably snakes is it me not again already? yeah it's not like it's weird like i shouldn't be surprised but i'm always surprised when tristan brings up land rover maybe it's just because it's never in my consciousness really i always i think of him just being in one it always just surprises me one. for whatever reason i don't know why it shouldn't anymore i'm saying it, this is my fault like i'm not trying to blame <laughs> anybody else this is me guys this is me <laughs> this is definitely a me problem but it's just a Anyway, continue. Sorry, Andrew. No, that is weird. Um, well, <laughs> I probably should have done this one last time, but um, I also was looking for a luxury sedan. And the problem with that market is 90% of the people are just going to tell you to buy BMW, which is stupid. And I don't want a BMW. Fair. So I also went with a Genesis G80. And I also went with the 5.0 package and the mud flaps and the cargo tray and the white. Really? Ooh. Yep. The only difference is I picked a black interior other than that. Uh, and so the total cost of this. For whatever reason, I don't think the black leather's more, but uh, including the freight 61 315. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's about right. I think yeah. I rounded, so. Yeah. I had, it's just a really nice car and nothing to do with the car necessarily. However, Genesis does have by far the most satisfying configurator because it's fully 3D. You can yeah. zoom in around the car and like do cool camera shots with your mouse as your configure. It's so much more satisfying. Yeah, it's like sets your car in like a like next to a building, like almost looks like it's in San Francisco or something at sunset, like for the, yeah, next for the, to like the house you wish you lived in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Completely aspirational. Yeah. It's great. And live changes too. So when you pick different colors, like, you know, the paint smears itself on the outside of the car and, and it's very satisfying. That's what I was going to say. Live isn't that big a deal, but like actually animated. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, of the four configurators, Genesis had the best one that I that I picked. It's the most entertaining. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, yeah, Land Rovers is is brutal but effective. It's not. It's not. It, it's it's not cute. But man, there are a lot of options, and it really explains them well, and like shows you what the packages do. So it's, yeah, that's 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 the biggest upside of that one. Right. So, I mean, we we discussed the G eighty already. So not a whole yeah, exactly. There's not, not much a, more to say about it. Not a whole lot else to say. So I'll move on to my number three. Um, and I'm going from the most satisfying configurator to, as Tristan already put, one of the most boring. Um, I, I went over to the uh, the Volkswagen group because, Tristan, I'm still jealous of when we were younger and uh, you had that GTI for a while, that white one. So um, I wanted a, like a fun little, for like one of the stalls in my garage here, I wanted a fun could be like everyday driver, but like a hot, hot hatch, something to really tool around in, um, mm-hmm. kind of give it the business if I needed to. So, um, I went with the golf GTI, but I upgraded to the Autobahn edition. Um, and the, I was going into it, Andrew, like you thinking there was going to be some wild color options. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what they used to have. And I was bitterly disappointed with that, but I still wanted the car. So I decided that this was going to be the murdered out stall. So this is this is black on black on black on black on black on black on black. Everything black. Um, deep black pearl. The only option they give you for the interior is Titan black. It's got um, red stitching on it. Um, so it's black on black. I picked the, um, as a added feature and added bonus i've got the 18 inch pretoria black wheels fantastic name but here's the thing from south africa (laughs) oh boy (laughs) oh you went there um the 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 crappy part about it though was like the configure the configurator wouldn't update to show those wheels oh that's such a bummer it's such a bummer because it was going to look so badass, but my screen grabs are now kind of boring. It's just black with the standard Chrome. Um, but yeah, anyway, it comes with uh 228 horsepower, 258 um, torques, obviously got the six speed manual, um, add a little bonus there with the uh, golf ball dimples on the shift lever um, for the golf, which I think is just awesome. Super clever. Um Let's see what else did I get here. Summer performance tires got the splash guards again. This one actually offered an alarm kit, which I which I grabbed. Um, the trunk liner and the floor liners are from Muddy Buddy. Those are added features. Muddy <laughs> 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 um, Buddy. So their 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 version. <laughs> their version of WeatherTech, basically. Um, uh-huh. And then for hanging off like hanging on the backs of the front seats. I got coat hangers and tablet holders. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Those are very popular in configurators. There are a lot of companies that have like tablet holders for their rear seats. Yeah. People as, be like, having kids, man. That was the yeah, only like configurator. As a factory option. Yeah. Uh, well, because otherwise they're just buying them off of Craigslist or wherever <laughs> other people's tablet holders. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> For a second there, I thought you said like eBay or Amazon, and then I caught Craigslist. I meant to say Groupon is the fucked up thing. <laughs> That's not even close. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I also got a uh, sun shield for the front window. Um, and then out the door, I'm at $39,781. Uh, 
That's a bit. That's a bit. You're you're right right on the edges. I think the golf R starts at 41. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. But but here's the thing. I knew with the golf R, I would start loading up packages there. There like, really so, aren't any. So it starts at 41, but it goes up. So you know, build up to something super similar on the on the GTI Autobahn and save a little bit of cash, even though it really doesn't matter in this exercise, but I was that's still true. thinking about it. Um, so yeah, that's my third, a blacked out, murdered out GTI Autobahn. All right. Got to respect that. Tristan. All right. I went for a, a kind of a similar, like knowing that I have the, the four car garage and I've got a RAV4 and a Defender, I didn't feel the need to be like overly practical with a fun daily driver, but it could, it could still be easily the most daily drivable except for the RAV4 um, on this list. So I actually went with the 2020 Camaro. Ooh. Oh, it makes an important appearance. You brought it I back. Did. I did. So um, I got it. Um, Rally green metallic. Another Ooh. green one. Okay. Yep. Is that um, that bright green? No, that's like the almost dark, like British racing green, almost. Nice. I it's like, like it's, it's, a, it's a lot like my dad's car's color. Um, uh, back in the day, the A6. Um, I miss that car. I did option it with the one LE track package. Because mm-hmm. um, that has a bunch of the bits from the SS, but it is the V6 Camaro. So it's a three, it's a three LT Camaro coupe, not convertible, um, with the manual. Um, cause the other option is a regular automatic and I wasn't sold on that. Um, then option, the one LE track package, which includes Brembo brakes, external engine oil cooler, extra capacity cooling system, rear diff cooler, transmission cooler, performance suspension, dual mode exhaust. Um, auxiliary engine coolant cooler, so second radiator. Um, read that as that black front splitter, um, a satin black hood wrap. You just uh, ooh, rear blade, you just cut a out rear blade spoiler in black. Um, black wheels. Hello. And uh, black everything else really. Um, I did include the black wheel and lug nuts locks package, which is three hundred and fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. The, um, this car, the 3LT base is considered the inline four. So the V6 was a $1,600 upgrade from there. Um, black Camaro fender badge. Um, the even more upgraded brakes, the six pot Brembos mm. in the front. Um, the dual mode exhaust is included, but it's listed on the options. Um, black grill inserts, Recaro seats. Um, alloy pedals and the ambient light kit and black knee pads. So when you're slamming around on the track, you don't bang your knees. I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but yeah, the, that's, that's the one I went with because I'm still struck by that as a like decent, you know, daily driver while still being fun. If not immensely practical, it's at least, easily drivable day to day. Like, sure. If it snows, I'll take the defender or the RAV4. Um, you know, not a big deal. Every, every time else I'll just take this. So 
I am really excited to see the screen grab of this. The the dark green with the black accents, I think, is going to look wicked as fuck. Yeah, I like it quite a lot. <laughs> so that's I was not sure how dark on dark would go. Like it's dark green and black. So I wasn't sure. Um, but then the screen grabs don't do weird little stuff like the black lug nut package. So the lug nuts are still silver and it doesn't add the black Camaro badge instead of the tricolor Camaro badge. So there's some discrepancies, but it looks mean. I, I, I would drive one down. You know, I would actually buy this out the door with all the SS bits and the V6 and everything else. It's 45,000. That's pretty good. Wow. But yeah, that's my daily driver choice. That's fun. Um, so you, so you would do a Camaro as a daily then? Yeah, I think I think if I had other options for like all wheel drive snow carrying stuff, like mm-hmm. it is, it is, it was, it would never be my choice for like the only car to own. Right, right. <laughs> but I would probably looking looking at the garage I have. I'd be kind of afraid to drive one part of the time because maybe, you know, we'll get to that one later. And the other two are not going to be like fun commute to work vehicles. I think that one would would strike the balance of, you know, I I wouldn't mind putting 100,000 miles on this if it would make it, you know, like. Right. You know, so. All right. I can respect that. Yeah. And like I said, I'm just looking forward to seeing the screen grab. It sounds like it looks really awesome. (laughs) Really awesome. Well, is it time for the last one? Final round. Begin. Oh, man, I'm excited for this one. Um, I don't know. Maybe you guys will expect this. Maybe you will not have expected this. But (laughs) not have expected this. (laughs) Yeah. My last configurator experience comes with a cover letter. What? My oh. last configure experience comes with a cover letter like that from you to us or from them to you from them to me. Ah, go okay. on. How should I do this? How should I do this? I wonder if I should. Mm, I'll just read it. Yeah, I was going to I was going to leave the brand out and have you try to guess who it was, but nah. All right. Uh, there is there's that a beautiful logo and the date. Dear sir, comma, dear madam, comma, thank you for your interest in Porsche and for configuring your vehicle in the Porsche car configurator. The Porsche brand is the embodiment of sporty driving. Our vehicles represent uncompromising innovation combined with the typical Porsche characteristics of technology, design, agility, and safety, which merge harmoniously in each model. (laughs) Wow. We trust that you were able to configure your ideal Porsche for the way you live, for the way you drive, we invite you to take the next logical step with a test drive at your local Porsche dealer, blah, 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 blah. You'll be able to find further information. Sincerely, your Porsche internet team. Dear sir and or madam. Was this, so let, this was after you finished configuring or is this before you started? This was after I finished the configuration and saved, uh, saved, saved it. As yeah, a yeah. PDF. Damn. They're going all out. They are. So. I configured f- myself for the last one. And if you guys have, have you guys used Porsche's configurator? 
I have, yes. No. Ooh. That, that, mm, let me tell you, not only do they have basically all the options that they could possibly have, most of them are fully visualized. Okay. Including like contrast stitching. It's, it's pretty impressive. But what I have here is a freshly configured Porsche 911 Targa 4S. And let me tell you, everyone <laughs> in the world, everyone in the world but me is going to hate what I've done. <laughs> Go for uh, it. Sorry, hold on. Let me, they, they give you the full, this is a uh, 17 page pdf crap my god (laughs) it's absolutely massive because they list to be fair mine for my next one is 14 pages so it's close nice um no because they list all of the possible options before they give you the options that you ordered and like i said there's there's so much shit in here every everything with its own price i mean let's start with the basics right exterior Miami blue. There is no other color that you could possibly pick at the moment. Of course. Ever not. since they introduced well, that, that's yeah. it's the only color. So the whole car is blue and brown. So Miami blue espresso is the color interior matching Targa roof and deviated leather stitching in cognac. So Ooh. light brown naturally. Huh. Um, What's what's the interesting stuff? Uh, I had the Targa 4S logo changed to 911, so it just says, you know, Porsche 911 on the back. But kept the Targa um, 4S decals on the doors. I painted everything, so the slats, the bottom lip, the side side slats, all that stuff. So it's just basically one color on the outside, everything Miami blue. Option, the PDK. Of course. Because... I feel like you have to. I feel like buying the manual in the Porsche is the wrong choice now, right? Yeah, I, I think so. That's what I think. Um, got got a clockometer. Very important. The sport chrono <laughs> package. <laughs> it's it's $2,600 for that clock. Whoa. <laughs> just, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> Uh, the power steering plus I got the Carrera wheel. So the big fat five spokers. Okay. Um, good, good. I feel like those are nice wheels. I don't know. I'm sure some Porsche guy could tell me all about where they came from. I don't care about that. They just look great. What color um, of the wheel? I, Chrome? They are, uh, um, satin, um, satin, satin platinum is the color. Satinum. They missed an satinum. opportunity there. They really did. <laughs> Okay, for reference, it is less for the wheels than for the clockometer. It is half as much for four wheels as it is for the clockometer. Remember, it's 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 a chronometer. Very precise and stuff. Indeed. Uh, I did the headlights blacked out with the black rings around them. Okay, love those and the tinted taillights. Um, I got a rear wiper because it looks yeah. silly and I love it. Um, blah, blah, blah. You can also option uh, adjustable LED lighting on the interior of your Porsche. 
as I did. Of course. Yes. Why would you not? Um, of course. So the interior, um, like I said, was brown. However, again, on the Porsche configurator, you can have the um, metal accents or what would be metal or wood accents you could choose. You can also get those metal and painted to match the exterior. So I did that across the dashboard, down the center console, and on the vent slats. Really, this configure is, you can lose a lot of time in this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done this, um, I won't tell you where, because uh, <laughs> I might have been getting paid at that time. Um, <laughs> it's, oh, I, it's, it's a fabulous way to waste a bunch of time. Um, you know, uh, the adapted sport seats plus with the heating and the cooling and with the heating and the cooling. Yeah. Whatever else matching Miami blue seatbelts, mahogany trim on the, on the gear selector, high end sound system, blah, 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 blah. Who's got a guess on the MSRP of this car that I've customized for myself. 135, 165. You peasants. 210. No, 182. Right <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> Damn. 182, 690. <laughs> and I absolutely think it's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know about the. I love the Miami blue. I love everything you're talking about on the outside. I'm not so sure about the brown interior. It's a color combination that is like super 70s, but I really enjoy it. I think it I, I don't enjoy it everywhere. It definitely has a place. Yeah. But obviously the other car that I you can do a similar thing with, though, in reverse is the uh, C8 Corvette. You can do the bronze exterior with the blue interior. Yes. But the blue isn't right. It needs to be lighter. It needs to be not necessarily more neon. It just needs to be a little yeah, a little more. more. Yeah, more energetic. But, and again, I know I shit on Porsche quite a bit here, but I also um, can change my mind about anything at any time. So I love this car. (laughs) (laughs) So if there's something wrong with Porsche, just go on their website and build your own. Then you won't, then you won't, then you'll love it. But you know what is this, this car that I built here has an absolute, appalling air of ridiculousness that is so sorely lacking from 99% of the Porsche you see on the road. Like that one I saw at the gym last year that was neon orange and black. Oh, that one was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There, why is there, what is so wrong about a Porsche having some cadness to it? I mean, that's just not how Germans are normally, but if you're building your own, you can go ham on it, dude. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I, think this car is silly and i also really love it if i had 200k to blow on a car this would actually be quite high on the list awesome very cool 911 targa yeah another i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't have expected you to pull porsche out for this episode the configurator is amazing. Everyone should that's, go play with it. Say, that's that's what this episode here is skewing. What would we actually buy versus what had a good configurator? Good configurator. For myself, I know for sure. It does it does a little bit, but in the end, I produced something out of this amazing configurator that, in fact, does touch a part of me. I, I really enjoy this car. 
Oh yeah, no, I the same same with mine that's coming up here as well. So nice. nice. I can't wait. Same with mine that I will get into right now. Um so for my last car, guys, this is I'm making my final stand here. I really am. Because <laughs> I went on to Chevrolet's website. Here we fucking go. And the 2019 C7 Corvette was still on the configurator. So the I went the C7 was on the Never heard of it. Yeah. So I went on there. I went nuts yeah. and I went to ZR1. <laughs> so And you're saying this is this is a Corvette that existed before the C8? It's the last real Corvette is what it is. I've um, honestly never heard of anything before a C8. That's crazy. <laughs> I just figured it was so explosive and cool. They just labeled it double C4. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there had to be seven before it. That's nuts. <laughs> uh, you guys are assholes. Hey, the poor guy. The poor guy. He just wanted front engine Corvettes. That's it. And I got That's one all he here. wanted. I got one here. Anyways. So 2019 Corvette ZR1 C7, 755 horsepower and 715 foot-pounds of torque out of a 6.2 liter supercharged V8. I opted for the, um, to represent the podcast and to be a little uh, gaudy, I represented, mm-hmm. uh, I went for the Sebring Orange design package. So that's not just Tell the, me about that. So it's not just the exterior color obviously being Sebring orange, um, but it also gives you orange stitching on your jet black interior. It gives you se- matching Sebring orange brake caliper paint underneath your mm. black rims that I also accented with carbon black um, outside mirrors. And then um, uh, special 19 inch uh, black rims on the front, 20 inch rims on the back in, I think I mentioned in black. Um, there is the blackout roof decal. There's a performance air intake that was 650 bucks. But, oh my God. Well, <laughs> but it was a quarter of the price of your clockometer. Oh, I know. I know, right? <laughs> if mine actually helps with the performance of the car. Um, Excuse me? How are you going to know how fast you're going if you know what time it is? It does. I'm always going to be early in this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Unable to be late. <laughs> I can leave after I'm supposed to be there and get there early with this. True. Um, battery protection package. Um, the uh, cargo shade for the back uh, for the back trunk area. Um, the um, let's see a battery tender, a jump starter. Um, one thing for $1,200, I got the full C7R rendered car cover. So the cover you put over the huh. top actually looks like the race car. So then it looks like you have a race car sitting in garage serves no purpose. I thought, I thought that was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I kind of like that. So, um, pretty much all the fixings on this thing. Like I said, they call it Sebring orange. I'm going to call it CEP orange. Um, and out the door, $141,355. Wow. That's more than I thought. It's, uh, I mean, the ZR1 is like top, top, top. You knew it was going to be up there. I mean, I knew I was going to go into the six figures pretty comfortably on this. I guess I thought that like, if you fully optioned out the ZR1, you still probably wouldn't pass 120. I don't know why I thought that. Uh, maybe it's this 
like the only thing, the only color that they have this design package upgrade was Sebring orange. So maybe it's ah uh, okay, good. Like a paint, a special paint yeah. type thing. Yeah, gotcha. So that might have been it. That might have <laughs> been what what done it. But that's it. The last real Corvette in my garage in orange. Are they still actually producing those? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I thought the last one went off the line not too long ago. Well, I mean, it's still the configurator still up on the website. They haven't taken it down yet, so I jumped yeah, at the it. The Space Jam website is still up too, Nick. <laughs> so hey. is Heaven's Gate. <laughs> hey, confi- the criteria was have the configurator on the website. So we know. We know. So fuck <laughs> both of you guys. Double fingers. <laughs> so, but I mean, did you did you think about I mean, a couple of weeks ago, you made the, uh, well, the on-track comparison to the old front-engine Corvette was the the M8. Did you look at that? I don't look at anything BMW. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, but there's like no, the, because there's no good replacement, right? You can't go Mustang. Um, front-engine, two-seat, muscle ca- Camaro, I guess. That'd be... I'm just trying to think of other of like, other things you could have like cross shopped in, in terms of power, maybe the Hellcat or the Demon. But that's also just oh, that's yeah. just that's just straight line. It's not overall car, yeah, you know, no, overall no. performance. Yeah, it's, it's 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 in a weird spot. But yeah, I mean, obviously you were going to pick that Corvette if it was available. Right. Yeah. All right. Tristan. Bring us home, Tristan. All right, guys, I will bring this thing home. So my car uh, configurator was fantastic. It looks great. Uh, It was fun to play with. It has one glaring error. Um, (laughs) uh, Because price is no option until you guys started talking about it in the podcast. Like, what did you get this for? I I didn't look. That's okay. And mine doesn't have a price. What? What? There is no price on the on the configurator. I even like re went to the page and like reloaded my configuration code, and it's not online. It's not in the PDF brochure that I printed out. It's nowhere. Okay, so so wait, hold on. So then this is a made to order car. So this is a super exotic mm, McLaren. No, nine one eight. Not McLaren. What'd you say? 918? Nope. Ooh, a 918. I don't think those are in production. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, what is it? It is a Lamborghini Huracan Evo. Oh, no, you can't get a price on that, dog. You want a price? Right? No, well, like I, said, I wasn't worried about it until we started talking about it. <laughs> if you have to ask, you can't afford it, dude. Don't That's even... right. right. That's why I'm not asking. <laughs> Well, tell us about tell us tell us about your hurricane. I bet you got some crazy colors on that. Yes, I do. My my Lamborghini Huracan is a pearl effect paint. Um, oh wow! Vi- Viola Pasife. In English, okay. um, neon purple. Nice. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds better the other way, honestly. Yeah, more, more or less. I, I was actually kind of going for like a, like a '90s rollerblade vibe. No, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that after I made it. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So it it is aggressively purple. 
with the with the high gloss style pack and rear diffuser. High gloss style pack. Yep. Um and that's high gloss black um with the little aerodynamic lips on the in front of both wheels, the uh little rear winglet and the front splitter. Oh, it's and gloss then, carbon fiber. The carbon fiber is gloss, not the paint. Right, and it says high gloss black, so I don't know if those bits are painted black or what, but they but they are black on the configurator. Maybe they're high gloss carbon fiber. I don't know, but there's also a high gloss black rear diffuser. Gotcha. Um, we were talking about fantastic rim names for uh, Nick's GTI. Uh, mine are pretty good too. Mine have the Azir 20 inch rims titanium matte. What? Oh, what is that? Mean? Yeah. Norse gods. No, that's oh. I don't do that. I don't worship that. It's pagan. I don't worship it either. I just know about it. Um, and uh, with with light green calipers. Okay. And, and that by the by light, that's the Italian way of saying electric. Lime, lime green uh, neon. Not quite lime, but definitely neon. Like almost like that almost yellow. Love uh, that. Yeah, and then the transparent engine bonnet. Yes. Of course. Yes. The main interior color is black. Um, however, the secondary color, both on the uh, seat inserts, the knee bolsters, the center armrest, and the dashboard insert, as well as the stitching, mm-hmm. is also bright electric green. Of course. Okay. And the steering wheel stitching is also electric green. Mm-hmm. Um, they only have one steering wheel option. <laughs> Uh, that's pathetic porsche's got like seven like yeah di- like different actual wheels you can put on uh-huh. um however they do have an interesting interior material called forged composites hmm. so it's so a lot of, of stuff together it, it almost <laughs> it almost kind of seems like that it's like like a kind of a it almost looks like stone but it's made out of composite. But it's made out of composite. You'll see in the screen. It's hard to describe. Um, but the, but the package name is the Big Forged Composites Package. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't. I but couldn't you not stone box. effect in your Lamborghini. No, not really. <laughs> that, that was just the best way to try to describe it. But it's it's wrong. Like it it that doesn't it isn't what it is. Um, so yes, purple on the outside, green and black on the inside, ambient lighting package, which is also available in green, with a rear view camera and the front lift nose system. Uh-huh. And TPMS. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> which they list. What a coup. <laughs> so so not a long list, um, because that's all the stuff they put in their configurator, but it's also a 14-page thing because they tell you like there's a whole bunch of disclaimers um they also talk about um that there are like this is for general purposes they also offer what did they call it it's an italian word um they have oh no it's actually latin um they offer they also offer custom options like carbon skin um and add personum additional customization so so you just tell them what you want yeah i want it to be this and they're like okay just give me money like that's 
So it was this That's was this the standard Hurricane or the Hurricane Evo? Hurricane Evo, all wheel drive, not the rear wheel drive one. Okay, so the base price on that, which is the I think the rear wheel drive, is two sixty one, two seven four. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what the options changed it to be because there there is no price on here. But yeah, it's kind of a '90s neon Evo, um, and I like it a lot. I, I was love it. That sounds I like, great. I was like, that sounds I was like, fantastic. I was like, I'm gonna go bold. I'm gonna go bold on the exterior color. And I was like flipping through the interior colors. I'm like, God, these are all terrible when you put them inside a purple car. <laughs> and I was like, Oh wait, except for this one. And it, I'm, I'm super happy about it. <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like that's a thing though. I feel like if your car is purple on the outside, if you went with a obscene color on the inside that doesn't really match, I feel like that's still cool. Right. And, and it's not even like, like it didn't none of it was cool like you could do like purple and red but like it didn't match and okay you've got red inside your italian car who cares like right 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 you know, right you know blue and purple too close dark green and purple you don't really notice it i was like okay but oh. blue and purple looks like wildberry pop tarts it did does it it does. always <laughs> reminds me of that you're right it, man you you honestly you take the color of this car and the color of your Miami blue Porsche, and you have a wildberry pop tart. Mm. Oh, that yeah. Sounds good. I'm getting hungry with butter. Hmm. Okay. Why is it that, why is that greeted with such skepticism? Why will you not put butter on your pop tarts? Why would you put butter on a pop tart? That is the wrong question. To, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing well, I'm it. Not put, I'm not putting butter on a pop tart. You need to convince me to put it on a pop tart. <laughs> What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not buttering his pop tarts. <laughs> Hashtag <guy>. episode name. <laughs> buttering your pop tarts. I did not know that that was weird. I just wanted to be clear on that. I did not know that that was weird. I don't I think like it's weird. I maybe like maybe it's weird. weird if it's the fruit pop tarts. Yeah. Wait, like, what? Like, like, like brown sugar, cinnamon, pop tarts, and butter. I am hundred percent about that. Yeah, that's okay. I uh, th- okay. No, we're gonna. Have to, uh, I would do a whole episode on this if we could, but clearly our brains are all just turning to mush at this point. <laughs> so, so it's like it's about time to get us out of here then. Before please, please. <laughs> well, folks, we have completed the. Uh, quarantine car configurator challenge we hope you enjoyed it thanks for sticking with us um we appreciate you listening but uh we don't want you just to listen we want to interact with you send us your best car configurations go online you've got time we all know you do and uh send us send us your best ones uh we'll post them We'll send us the screen grabs. It'll be awesome. Um, we already mentioned how you find us online. Um, also, we want to ask that uh, you be sure to a leave us a review, preferably a good one if you enjoy what we're doing here, um, or um, even better, hit that subscribe button. Uh, it's free. It's not going to cost you anything, and you'll get notified of any new content that we put out. So it's relatively harmless, besides just keeping you up to date. <laughs> relatively harmless. That's right. Um, if you're really, really into what we're doing, and you'd like to give us a little extra support. Um, you have two options for, um, helping us out monetarily. And 
we cannot thank you enough in advance if you decide to go this route. Um, you can head to patreon.com slash check engine podcast, or you can hit the support button on our homepage at anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm slash check engine podcast. Um, none of this is going back into our pockets. This, we're not using this for additional passive income here. Every cent donated is put towards making this podcast a better experience for you, the listener. So again, thank you in advance for that if you decide to do that. Guys, who or what are we thanking before we get out of here? Hmm. Oh, man, I had such a good one earlier. To come back to me. Come back to me. I'll ha- I had such a good one. Okay. Uh, Tristan? Um. Yes, I would like to thank uh, a few people all for the same thing. Um, I'm pulling up the name because I don't want to mangle it here. Um, so I would like to thank uh, Andrew. Huh? <laughs> Kats- Andrew, Katsuya Eguchi, okay. and, Nintendo- and Nintendo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh because I had never in my life played a single minute of an Animal Crossing game, and uh, I'm playing the new one, and it is a remarkably peaceful thing to do in times like this. Okay. Um, Andrew, do you you have yours yet, or do you want me to go next? Oh, no, I can't remember. So I guess, I mean, I can't remember the one I thought of earlier, but I guess the the classic standby right now is... uh, Doctors and nurses, right? Absolutely. Yes. The frontliners, the 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 ones who will uh, have it tougher still in the coming weeks. Totally. Thanks for putting it all out on the line for us to keep everybody else safe. We appreciate That's your right. unselfishness. Um, Special shout out to my mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah totally. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, Mrs. Dudley. Absolutely. Um. Well, after well, now mine seems like kind of an asshole move after that profound thank you. Um, I would, we do that to each other all the time. I would that was my thank backup, you. though. Remember that. Oh, that is true. That makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't come into this episode armed with that, folks. That's right. So, um, I would like to thank any of the uh, back end web developers who made these car configurators so fun. Um, fair enough you could you could lose a, like you said on the porsche one it, it's not just the porsche one the, the genesis one was great the kia one was pretty good um like you could lose a lot of time in your day if you're bored folks and you're a car person go configure your dream cars some folks out there did some really really good work um so thanks to them and as always thank you listeners for your continued support We love hearing from you. We love recording this for you. And we cannot wait to speak to you again. But until then, please, please, please stay safe, stay inside, and take care of yourself.